Justice Brian Giesbrecht served as the acting chief justice and associate chief justice for the province of Manitoba and uh, is a senior fellow at the Frontier Center for Public Policy. And Justice Giesbrecht joins us on the program. Uh, Mr. Justice, thank you very much for taking the time. Oh, uh, no problem at all, Roy. Let me, uh, let me just read your what appears to be the first paragraph, at least in, in, in the copy of your column that I have, and then ask you to pick it up from there. You're right. Canada is in trouble. Half the population believes we are in a climate crisis, one requiring shutting down our oil and gas industry. The other half recognizes that our oil and gas industry is vital and our ecological problems can be managed. Uh, to make matters worse, the fault line for these competing sets of beliefs runs roughly along an east-west divide, and the re-elected Liberal Party ran on an unwritten policy of screw the West, we'll take the rest. This country is in serious trouble. So where do we go from there? Where does your, where does your column take us? What do you identify as the problem, and what, what do we do about it? Well, I, I'm uh, I'm I'm not sure that uh, that uh, uh, we go directly to uh, um, uh, a separation scenario. I think that's uh, probably not what will happen. My guess is that um, uh, people will start uh, exploring different alternatives. And uh, uh, right now, Alberta is being uh, uh, landlocked. They're not allowed to get their um, natural gas and oil to markets properly. And um, everybody, the East and and uh, even British Columbia, seems to be preventing them from doing that. So there might be other alternatives. And what I'm saying, every one of these alternatives to me is a bad thing because every one of them will will weaken the bonds that keep this country together. And I'm I just suggested uh, 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 one possible um, scenario where uh, Alberta starts looking south. I wrote a column last uh, last year called Montana North, which would give you uh, some uh, some idea of what I'm talking about. Right. Developing relationships with uh, with the northern states, where the thinking is much more like uh, uh, a Westerner's thinking. Uh, people believe that the oil and gas industry is a vital industry, and uh, you have to develop markets for it, etc. So I just I just proposed the idea of uh, looking at um, um, a pipeline uh, to Seattle. Uh, you know, it's about the same distance from Calgary to to uh, Vancouver as it is from Calgary to Seattle. So, um, and I'm not uh, suggesting that this is actually going to happen, but I'm saying it's probably one of the ideas that uh, uh, the type of ideas that are now going to be considered because uh, Alberta and the West are not, or I do not believe, are simply going to. Uh, uh, to to sit there and and allow themselves to uh, uh, to be uh, shut down. I, I I believe that the thinking in in the West and probably with a good deal of the population is that the climate crisis uh, idea has been vastly overblown, and that the fossil fuel industry is going to be with us for some for some time. So I, that that was the the uh, the the. Uh, idea I put forward in that particular article. It was interesting what you wrote uh, in in part here. Canada is the only oil and gas exporting nation in the world intent on committing fossil fuel suicide. By contrast, the United States has gone from being an energy importing nation to energy self-sufficiency in 2020. It will be an energy exporter, and its emissions have gone down, not up. 
with uh, increased natural gas consumption, emitting less than half the carbon dioxide per unit of energy produced by coal. So um, the, the, you're making the case that that, uh, that the Americans uh, have a better handle on this than we do. And I, I really, it, what caught my attention, uh, Justice Giesbrecht, was Canada is the only oil and gas exporting nation in the world intent on committing fossil fuel suicide. It, um, we are we are shooting ourselves in both kneecaps. Well, I, I certainly uh, I certainly think so. And and uh, to me, uh, and particularly with natural gas, we have uh, an enormous opportunity because Canada has vast reserves of uh, uh, of, of natural gas, which are uh, undeveloped for all sorts of reasons. Now. Um, um, three, uh, you know, most of the uh, electricity uh, uh, generation in the world—China, India, Africa, Eastern Europe—is is is from coal, and uh, natural gas is is uh, more than you know, uh, more than uh, is much much cleaner than coal. Mm-hmm. We have a we have a huge opportunity if we could uh, develop markets to sell natural gas. Uh, to some of the countries that are now putting up uh, and still putting up uh, coal-fired electricity generating stations, it seems like a natural. And uh, this re- would require cooperation from the other provinces so that we could uh, pipeline the gas to uh, uh, to terminals uh, on the coast and then, uh, uh, and then uh, sell it to various markets. But we don't do that. Instead, what we do is, is uh, have endless debates about a climate crisis instead of saying yes we have ecological problems which have to be addressed but this is not a crisis this is not a catastrophe and we're simply nuts for for shutting down our oil and gas industry we're all going to be the poorer for it well uh, i'm sure i'll be hearing uh, from uh, from listeners on that and i i appreciate you coming on the on the program i hope you'll come back I certainly will. I'll be uh, uh, happy to write. Good to talk to you. Thank you so okay, much. Bye-bye. Brian Giesbrecht is the former acting chief justice and associate chief justice for the province of Manitoba and a senior fellow at the Frontier Center for Public Policy. 